When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, featuring Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while building a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by the Influence Alliance, the business building community for change makers. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Croft. Now, my guest today says, your greatest asset is your focus. Either you see yourself as a victim or a victor. And joining me on today's show is Nathaniel Zubrich. Now, Nathaniel, he inspires people to live the extraordinary life by helping them develop their unlimited potential, which makes the world a victorious place. Now, Nathaniel shows them how to use their unique personal journey to lead to impact through empowering conferences, deep dive seminars, and victorious mindset mentoring. On today's show, Nathaniel's going to share that we have a choice to develop a victorious mindset. Your personal growth is your best investment portfolio, as well as how your unlimited potential as an entrepreneur is a matter of how you answer the question, how far can I go? So welcome to the show, Nathaniel. Hey, everybody. Hey, Anna-Marie. So good to be here today. And uh, I'm absolutely love to be here. So excited for this episode. Absolutely. So am I, because you yourself have uh, a unique uh, journey. So share with listeners and, and viewers today a little bit about your your story. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to do that. So I was I will start with uh, back in 1988 when I was born and and you know, I was um, my parents were expecting a really good life with three other boys be- before me, and uh, but that didn't happen because shit. After one year, uh, when I was one year old, I was diagnosed with a heavily incurable chronic illness, which affected my own kidneys. Uh, I lost my own kidneys, which mean that I had to go to a treatment called dialysis, which cleans the blood um, every night in order to survive. And so this was just the beginning of a a crazy, incredible journey because um, only two years later, I was um, falling into a coma for two weeks. During this coma, my doctors, the nurses, all the medical staff after those two weeks told my parents, hey, look, um, we have done everything in our power. There's nothing else we can do for your son. And uh, they come to a point when they told my parents, hey, look, we have to turn off the life-supporting machines that I was on. And you have to change to come into the hospital and farewell your son's life. And this really happened. My parents came and the incredible thing happened after 
my mom and my dad somehow um, shortly after they turned off the machines, the life supporting machines, my mom and my dad talked, uh, spoke words of faith into my life and the doctors turned off the life support machines. And at the same time, I started to talk again. And that was incredible because there was no reason that I should come back to life. There was no reason that my brain or whatever was 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 not functioning anymore should come back to life. And the, the moment they turned off the machines, I, I just started to talk again, like and uh, that was that was basically one of the first story over the over the years ahead of my life that realized that um, there's actually power in the world. So mm. because my parents spoke words of faith before they turned off the machine, and they, I realized later on that this is one of the foundational beliefs that I have, that words uh, either can destroy our life or build our life. Mm. And uh, this happened uh, when I was three years old to realize that. Um, I'm going to jump to um, back ahead when I was five years old. Um, I had my first kidney transplant, which meant like, uh, you know, uh, I wouldn't have to go anymore to dialysis. My parents would be released to go from all the, the tribulations that they had with me and them. Uh, there was a little light at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. but um, unfortunately that light only was there for about 24 hours. And um, so uh, we had to continue doing dialysis. And uh, there was another time with about when I was eight years old, um, seven or eight years, I received my second kidney transplant which was uh, working for two and a half years. And, you know, I was living the dream life. I was living the life that any kid was imagining or already was living at that age. I could eat whatever I wanted. I could go out. I could play with other kids. I could try out new hobbies. I could distract myself from the hospital. And uh, that was so a time that was, like, really for me, um, a time of flourishing. You know, as, as somebody will plant a new tree into into a beautiful, um, amazing, flourishing, um, uh, earthly floor. And then mm. time, but yet after two and a half years, um, the kidney got destroyed again. And that was the first time in my life when I questioned God, when I was questioning uh, the why I was here, the what should I be here for. And uh, it was a complete disaster for my life. I remember mm-hmm. the time I was like, after the hospital, after they removed my kidney, after they put me back on dialysis, after I come back home. Um, I was straight going into the living room of my parents, put myself on the couch, and for the next two weeks, I didn't eat anything. I didn't talk anything, and uh, I almost didn't move because I, my life was a mess. And mm. and it was the first time um, I really 
talked about, um, well, life is not worth living anymore. Um, yes. Why does it all happen to me? And uh, the reality was that anything that was in my mind during that time, which is, you know, all the talks about taking my own life. Mm-hmm. And it was hard. It was, um, it was strange. It was, um, you know, uh, it's, it's almost unexplainable if, if, if you are not by yourself or you never have experienced something like that. Mm. But the miracle came, I, I call it the second miracle uh, in my lifetime when my parent um, kind of broke in or ordered pastoral care into my life. They prayed mm. for me, they laid hand on me. And at, on that day, something shifted in my mind um, because, you know, it wasn't a quick fix from one day to another, but I, I, I could, I could feel the sense of the release of the burden of the emotional, spiritual, mm. and physical burden that I had to. And it was just a miracle that uh, every day, one day after another, I, I come back to emotional, physical, and spiritual strength. And after maybe a, a few weeks, I realized, okay, there might somehow be a purpose in all the pain that I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had to accept to go back to my old life. I had to accept to to somehow live that life. Thank you for sharing your story and and journey. And what really moved me when I read your story, what I'm going to do is read out the paragraph because it does echo a lot what you've said, but what it does is it also kind of fast forwards to where you are now because I'm sure that there is someone that may be listening or watching, maybe the recording, or someone is listening and watching that knows someone that has had so many trials and tribulations such as what you have in your life. And it is at that crossroads thinking, you know, what is the purpose of this? What is the why? And I know this is certainly a message that you want to share and speak into other people's lives Mm -hmm. because no matter what happens, and I know that you're a living testament to this, uh, there is always hope, there's always possibility, there's always purpose in that because you're living and walking that out today. So this is what um, Nathaniel wrote to me. He said, you know, as a person of faith, my journey has taken me from being chronically ill for 30 years having had medical prognosis like he shouldn't be able to walk, talk and should uh, be dead six times by now, Um, as well as going through three failed kidney transplants, over 4,600 plus life-saving treatments so far, several depressions that one almost led to suicide and an 80% hearing loss that helps me to only hear what I really want to hear. Uh, This is what you say, well, I'm alive like never before. Um, This hasn't stopped me from living a life above average, becoming an entrepreneur, multiple awards, winning global inspirational speaker, certified coach, victorious mindset mentor, running a 30-kilometer race and more. Um, I believe that to inspire people to create a victorious mindset clears the way 
way ahead to an unlimited life that they dream about. Absolutely. And I mean, you know, the things that you shared, uh, I'm sure that even people who may not have experienced life-threatening illnesses such as what you have had to, to experience, there are times in our life where the things that seem ahead of us seem so hopeless that we have a loss of control. And one of the things that you said, and I really want you to speak a little bit more about this, Nathaniel, what that was for you, there's a moment in time when you realise that there is nothing that you can do. And there's almost like this surrendering. And we know as Christians, that moment that we surrender, I mean, full surrender, that is when things really start to shift. Take us back to that moment and then let's talk about the importance of having that choice. We've got two choices that we can make. We can ignore it or we can follow that path. And then that obviously led to, to or has led to you really developing this victorious mindset. Tell us to that moment of the crossroads, you have the decision, one of kind of complete surrender and then following, you know, obviously the Lord or, or not. What was that for you? Take us back to that time. Yeah, you know, it's quite interesting that you um, have, have uh, you know, take me out of the story because um, now the connection is actually that you heard all the, the, the past things, but now the, the good things happened that when the third kidney came, I was like, okay, um, I was, I had everything that I wanted in 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 my as a child uh, but at the same time i realized during the, this 13 months um i realized that i don't have everything i need i need god i need jesus as as my personal savior to to you know to have that fulfilled life and that that no kidney, no um, financial ability, no success can replace. And uh, so that was the moment when during those 13 months when I realized I was 11 years old at that time and I realized hey, I, I have nothing left. I, I can't do anything by surrendering to him. And uh, it, it's interesting that it, it, it took 13 three kidneys <laughs> to realize that but I think at the same time um it, it was it was just got planned to somehow intervene it and uh, to have a beautiful um story in that yeah yeah and you know often we find that it's the the, the trials and tribulations the valleys that we've walked through if we surrender and we fully um, allow the Lord to really shape our character, strip away the labels, strip away the the selfish things, was that, as we know, and it, it's completely contrary to what we're really told the world tells us to do. It seems completely um, what's the opposite of, well, you know, of everything that we're really taught, but it's in that that is such incredible power. And even when situations feel and seem hopeless, we realise that there's, um, and we know, as Christians, it's the Holy Spirit. It's this deeper meaning that really cannot be un explained unless you've experienced that. So tell us a little bit. And, and so what I wanted to share is that 
you've now come full circle and you realise that there's such significance and power in your story that you can then go ahead and share that because you've walked that and that, you know, that, that brings hope and possibility in those circumstances that glorifies the Lord and says, you know, the meaning in this is that there is hope and possibility for, for others too. When you talk about a victorious mindset, Nathaniel, what, what do you mean by that? How is that shaped for you? It's a great question, Anna-Marie. Uh, for me, it's definitely a victorious mindset. It doesn't just fall into place or it just happens or nobody um, is born with it. Um, for me, it's a continual, consistent decision every day to choose the good over the bad or the positive over the negative or the you know the the ungratefulness over the gratefulness and uh, it's it's a daily decision that we have to do and so victory is always something that comes with the price tag um whether you look at the olympic or in a business or whatever um there's always a, a big price tag behind the victory and it, it's not even done by yourself. So uh, there are all, all the people needed to, to get you where you want to go or what you want to have. And uh, yeah. so it, it's all about, you know, simple but not easy, making daily decisions um, to live victoriously. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about what you mean when you say the price tag. How has that taken shape for you in, in your life? And uh, the reason I ask that is because, you know, so often as, as Christians we pray for things and, and and if there is, you know, the Lord will answer our prayer. But to where you want to be and where you want to experience, there are roadblocks, there are things that happen. And uh, so tell us a little bit, the price tag to that. What do you mean by that? Yeah, absolutely. Great question. Um, I think for me, having a mindset to never give up and, and not to, you know, not to look at the current circumstance that's happening right now. Um, I, I can give you an example. Um, yeah, I can give you an example from today that probably fits most people's life. So I was playing soccer on Sunday. Um, for a long, long time, and you know, I I had crazy short muscles um, yesterday and today, and so Tuesday is one of my sports day, and I was like, you know, I I can't get to a run because it it hurts crazy. So it's usually thirty minutes run that I do on Tuesdays, um, but so I realize I I realize okay it. It, it's both, you know, I got the circumstance and I got the the consistency or, or the, yeah, the consistency that I want to live out. So what I tell myself easily to, um, when I'm in a circumstance, I do rather do almost nothing or, mm. you know, I do rather do a little bit than do nothing of the consistency. Mm. So whatever that means for you listening in your life, that when you when you come to a roadblock, that it's not so much about how much you do, but how like whether you do it or not. Mm. And, and I love that because it's it's sometimes we it it has to do with 
it's good to have great expectations, um, you know, when it comes to consistency, but it's also good to not let um, our expect expectancy or expectation can often put a lid on ourselves. Like today mm. in my case, I wanted to do 30 minutes, which was the lead to do nothing instead of do a little bit in the circumstance. Yeah. And so this, this is something that, that, that's so powerful um, when we, when we, when we choose daily to, to look for ways to do it, it might not always, you know, be on top, on top, on top. Sometimes mm. we have to go back to to do to the ground where we started and shift to it. And yeah, we yeah. Right, yeah. makes so much sense and you know when you think about uh, the just the normal course of the day and, and what you're saying you know the things that you may have planned out and plans will need to change slightly because of some of the physical things that you've just experienced you know sore muscles if we can look at that in the, our approach to business there may be a big hurdle and or, or or something but just do the small steps and I think what that really continues to validate how important it is that a victorious mindset what you what you have shared it doesn't happen overnight it's an evolution isn't it it, it really is a building and a growing and, and when we think of it from from a Christian point of view I'm sure that uh, you know your relationship with the Lord continues to evolve too you mentioned earlier right at the beginning of the interview and of course just a reminder if you're joining us today we're talking to Nathaniel he has an incredible story go back and listen to it one of the things that really stuck stuck, stuck out to me was you've had over 4,600 operate life um, you know kind of change operations or or things because of the ailments my goodness if we think of, of 10 20 100 but you've got zeros behind that, yet today you're living, uh, uh, you know, victoriously because you know whose you are, you know who, uh, you know, who has you in the palm of, of your hand and now through the, the trials and tribulations, the struggles, you've come full circle now and able to share that story and be able to impact other people too who may be experiencing, um, you know, some, some challenges in their life as well. You talk about personal growth it's your best investment portfolio much of what you've already spoken about today I can see why that is so important but what are some of the key insights you want to share and, and remind people of or perhaps leave people with when it comes to this is something you need to invest in what are the, some of the things that you do to invest in your personal development portfolio great question uh, for me it's reading it's, it's one of the the most faithful thing that I do. So what I do is, uh, again, it's a consistent thing that I do daily for about one hour I'm reading at the moment. Um, mm. So this is the best investment that I have started uh, probably, I don't know, eight, nine years ago. And, uh, you know, uh, again, it's like um, it was a five-minute start. Now yeah. it's a one-hour start. Uh, continual thing and uh, I love that because um, it gives you so much uh, how do I say that so much you you believe are continually challenged and mm -hmm. you 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 learn you relearn you unlearn and, and all that stuff and and I love that when it's like you know it's like um 
financial investment. It, it It's almost nothing happened in the beginning, mm. but then within the years, you, uh, it's, you know, you, you have so many amazing talks in your mind that yeah. you can connect to each. It's compounded, one. isn't it? It's compounded. Yeah. It absolutely. can be like compounded interest. You've yeah. got this compounded. So share with us some of the things that you read. I mean, I, I would imagine that it's a balance of, um, you know, Christian books, um, business building books, those kind of uh, diverse books. What, what besides the Bible, obviously, I know that, that, that that's always an answer, but what, what are some of the significant things that you've read that have made a significant impact on your life? Yeah, I think uh, at the moment it's, it's one of the, the best books that I read about financial stuff. Mm. Uh, I think uh, we, we as Christians have so much um, religious belief about finances, you know, and but, but finances are something we just need it every day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the crazy thing is that anyone can have a dream but you have to have the resources. And so for me, it was for a long time, it, it was a hindrance to, in my belief that I grew up. I was, I was growing up in a pretty traditional uh, religious um, environment mm. where money was, you know, bad and all that stuff. But the root of all evil. We could do a whole other podcast, a whole series on, on that to break that, <laughs> that religious spirit anyway. <laughs> yeah, but, but the cool thing is what, what, what I realised, I mean, like, uh, the Bible talks more about money than about faith and prayer. And so it, 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 you know, we need, we need, if we want to extend the kingdom, we need supplication. Mm. And supplication doesn't come by uh, a wrong belief. Yeah. So that's what I'm working on at the moment. Yeah, that's great. I love what you've said about that. And here's one of the things that I've um, been able to identify in my own journey as well. When we get right with the Lord, and I'm talking about surrendering. I'm talking about going to the grace of his throne of grace and, and asking for forgiveness for the things that we have tried to strive for, the, the selfishness, all of those things. When we really go back and, and we ask for that forgiveness, the Lord can heal us mm. in that. And it's in that healing that when we do surrender, he says, well, now I can use you because you're not focused so much on money. You're focused on me and now I can release the resources of heaven to support your ministry and we need to get to that stage don't we and it's a daily walk it's a daily walk and we daily need to go to that grace you know to that that throne of grace and ask for forgiveness because there's things that we stumble and the greatest thing that I've learned just and it's things that we've learned but it's kind of like you know the Holy Spirit we're suddenly walking in bang and it's like oh I really see it now we need to because it's if we don't it becomes a festering thing which the enemy can use and it mm. stops us. And that's why we go and say, sorry, Lord, I stuffed up again because we do, but it's because of Jesus's, you know, death on the cross and the forgiveness of all our sins. No, nothing that we've done when we go with a repentant heart, nothing can be held against us, which I think is so freeing. Um, and yet sometimes, unfortunately, even our own, you know, brothers and sisters are still living underneath this cloud of, of kind of oppression. I think the Lord 
saved us from that. So, you know, absolutely love that you're saying that. So this really then speaks into something that I know you want to share a little bit more about is that unlimited potential. I mean, when we really are right with the Lord, we surrender and he really moves for us. There's this there's no limitation, isn't it? Because it's it's like you can see him working through your life. We can hear that through just the way you're, you know, speaking today with all of the things that you've gone through. But tell us about some of those things that you've seen happen in your life where the Lord's really moving, you know, opening doors. There's opportunities because of the fact that you really have um, walked closely with him. Yeah, great question again. Uh, for me, it's currently the emotional package that I uh, still have in me that um, and I think so many people carry on stuff from the past that, you know, that didn't really look a package in the beginning, but then it developed to something. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm moving on Saturday to another place to to start an emotional training, you know, mm. to have more emo, emotion, to be, I don't know how the best word to describe that, to, to have, a, let's say, a victorious emotional life. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, and because what I realized is that um, there, there's, there's always a time for, for people to be in in a desert and in a desert you are you are only there because god needs you closer to clean up some stuff and mm. and for for me personally it was like any time um you know when 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 life becomes stuck at some at some places or some opportunity, then it's a time to to move into the desert to to clean up some stuff and uh, mm. uh, it's it's fully um, it, it, you know it, it's it's an it's not a finishing process after that one year I will go to, um, but I think it's it's something that hasn't been um, if I look back into my life it was always like. Uh, the physical aspect, the spiritual aspect, um, and now slowly in the age to come, it's it's coming to the emotional aspect of life. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I love how how God works in crazy ways. You know, mm -hmm. um, he he gives revelation of things that we never took hold, hinder us that much in order to to live the unlimited life. And uh, that's what I love about God. He, he just knows uh, decades before what we need. Um, mm. He knows us better than we know ourselves because he created us. So, you know, yeah. what I love about what you have said too, and it's such a great reminder that it doesn't matter at what age we're at, what stage of life we're at, there is always learning opportunities. Absolutely. And I love the story of Peter in the boat. You know, when he walked on water, when he looked at Jesus, he was able to walk on water. And the minute he took his sight off Jesus, when you look left and right at all of the distractions, he sank and it's such a great reminder of all of us that that no matter how life is, is traveling whether we are in the moment where we've where we've you know gazed away and we, we feel like we're sinking uh, or whether we like you know when you hear of some of the stories in the bible where i think it's paul who's in prison he said it doesn't matter where i'm at i'm still going to sing your praises i'm still going to be grateful and it's in those moments, again, where I go back to that surrendering, when we can be grateful even for 
to the circumstances and situations we now find ourselves in, as hopeless as they may seem, we can grasp onto that hope and it's unexplainable unless you have it. And, of course, we know as Christians it's the Holy Spirit, it's the living spirit of the Lord, the creator of the universe, who lives in us, that gives us that hope, that miracles can happen. And that's the instant change of, you know, that hope. And, yes, there's an evolution, there's a stripping away of the things that the Lord says, well, you know, that is not part of the, you know, that's not what I have said, this is what we need to do. We start to realise that those moments of where we are questioning things or we need to go through out into the desert, I think they they are shorter and shorter because the learning process that we go through, oh, I've been there again, need to ask, a, you know, for prayer, show me, Lord, teach me. And uh, I'm sure that that's something that you've experienced in your life too, yes? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I love, you know, I love that every time a hard season comes, we are, you know, we are filled with so much more love afterward and, and yeah. so much And more. understanding and empathy, I think, and compassion for others. Although I must say, um, you know, sometimes you, you look back and you see all of the challenges that the Lord has been able to shape your character. And, you know, sometimes you'll pray for something, but look, not too many challenges because my character has been shaped enough. Thanks very much, you know, but uh, he knows what we need. He knows yeah, what we need. Absolutely. Um, and yeah. when we put our faith and trust in that, then the question that you ask, how far can I go? Well, it's limitless, isn't it? It really is. However, we need to be mindful. I was just saying that this morning to one of my um, colleagues and friends in the US. We need to be mindful that we're working for God's kingdom, for his glory, not our own. And when we get to that stage, that's when the Lord says, well, now I can use you. Now I can use you because your focus is going to be on me, on Jesus. You're not going to look left or right and be swayed by, you know, the amount of people who are singing your praises or the amount of people who may be doing the opposite. You're not swayed by that. Mm. What sways you is where I'm directing you, where I'm positioning you, and that is, um, that is yeah, so important. Nathaniel, I've loved our conversation today. I know people who are listening and watching and maybe even the recording would love to know a little bit more about how they can get in contact with you, share a little bit more about the best ways for them to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. So I got to um, website for purpose. So one, one, if you want to know more about my life story in the details, you can go on nathanieltilbrook.com. If you want to know more about my services that I offer, the way I could help you, uh, you can go on unlimitedu.co. And both of the websites, there is a free ebook, uh, which I call Four Steps to Unlimit Your Life, that will help you to, you know, to start creating a dream, to, to step into your purpose, to, to turn the pain into a purpose. And uh, check it out. It's uh, on both of the websites. It's downloadable for free. And uh, I would love to hear for you, from you and see how I can best serve you. Fantastic. Nathaniel, one of the things, and I didn't mention this at the beginning of the show, but at the end of the show, I would love to uh, to say a prayer and say a prayer for you too. May I do that for you? 
Yeah, Amazing. Okay, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Nathaniel today and hear his story. Father, the challenges that uh, you have supported him in overcoming, the life journey that you were there with him every step of the way and now how you've been able to turn that around and, you know, that story, his the journey that he has walked now is one that praises you, that really brings light and hope and, and possibility in the world for others who are also asking, you know, what's the purpose for that? And, and perhaps even walking uh, in their valleys and through their challenges as well. Father, we just uplift Nathaniel and his ministry to you. Can you continue to bless that, to bless the ministry, to bless him, that he continues to feel the comfort and, and joy and peace that we know is in and only in, in Jesus. Father God, just continue to open doors for him, continue to let the people who you know need support through Daniel's work that they will step forward and find out uh, about Nathaniel. We just uh, just thank you for that. Father, we pray for the people who are listening and watching. We know that there is no judgment in you, Father, because that price, that price has been paid. Father, there may be someone who is seeking something. They just don't know what that is. And Lord, we know that that is you. There is such hope. There is possibility. There is just so many things that we're seeking and what often what we do, Lord, is we look for other aspects in the, the world, which we know is, limit, it is limited, Lord. There's emptiness in that, but there's life in you. So we just pray that for those people who are seeking, Lord, that the Holy Spirit open their eyes, open their hearts, open uh, their ears, that they may see here the, the um, yeah, just the miracle that is, is in and through you. And we ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Nathaniel, yeah. thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been an absolute delight. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for, uh, you know, continuing to look forward at Jesus, even though the, the times that uh, you've shared with us and so many more, I'm sure, that you could have shared uh, were times that you could have easily have given up, but you haven't. And there is a reward, I just know, uh, for you. So thank you once again for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me and thank you for your beautiful words. And uh, yeah, I absolutely love to, to help people on that way. This podcast is brought to you by TheInfluenceAlliance.com. Want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry while building a sustainable and scalable business you love? Find out how by accessing our free podcast series at www.TheInfluenceAlliance.com forward slash podcast series. That's TheInfluenceAlliance.com forward slash podcast series. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>